Warning, you are about to enter a world populated by the most appalling music ever made. Welcome to the search for the worst album of all time. This is Broken Records. But I hadn't been forgotten, I Joe. I'd been married a long time ago. Saint Bango. <laughs> a girl with kaleidoscope eyes. <laughs> You're beautiful. Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. Hello there, welcome to episode number eight of Broken Records, the podcast searching for the very, very worst in the history of music's storied history. My name is Stephen Hill. I'm joined, as ever, by Renfrey Deadman. Looking quite pensive there, Renfrey. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm about to strike. Arr. Oh dear, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Hello, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, more mortifyingly embarrassed, uh, but apart from that, I'm okay. Oh, good. Well, you know that's uh, that's good. No, just basic standard Renfrey behaviour. <laughs> yeah, just mortifyingly that. embarrassed. Uh, thanks very much for tuning into the show. Basically, as I said, this is Broken Records. This is where we take albums a big old list of albums that have been put into a hat a hat full of shit bad records records that are in and on that list and in that hat due to their critical standing the fan reaction the just general malaise surrounding the band at the time the disastrous turn of events that happened afterwards there are many reasons for an album getting put on the list for broken records we have all of them we will be dissecting all of them um this podcast itself used to be just a segment from our weekly review show riot act which i would be delighted if you would go over and listen to you can find it on your spotify's and your itunes and your apple musics and and on and on vinyl not on vinyl no, um, but everywhere else uh we also have a patreon page patreon.com forward slash right act podcast where we have plenty of exclusive content talking about our favorite albums of all time so if you'd be interested in any of that stuff then feel free to go over there and take a little look see but um as i said this was part of that podcast initially this episode you're about to hear originally was aired on episode 91 of riot act which came out on the 1st of may 2020 it is renfrey and i talking about the 2008 album the cosmos rocks by queen featuring paul rogers mm, queen a kind plus of paul super rogers. group of sorts yep a mm. sort of kind of yeah, vaguely not. super groupy thing is it well don't know anyway look but whatever it's a big name it's a big name surely queen couldn't ever do anything bad could they i mean i think if those if noises could paint a thousand words i think we've just painted about twenty thousand with the noises that we just made so (laughs) yes let's see yeah so let's have a little look see queen a great band paul rogers a great a great vocalist on paper this should be a good Genius. record what's it doing mm. here mm. there's only one way to find out let's throw over to ourselves as we talk about the cosmos rocks let's rock broken records this is the feature that we're in the show with where we try and find the worst album the worst album ever made ever currently giving you a little rundown on what we have so far um from the from from the bottom or the top to the bottom 
Bob Dylan self-portrait, Lou Reed's Metal Machine music, The Enemy Streets in the Sky, Dirty Vegas is one, Viva Brothers' famous worth, first words. In second place, Eoghan Quigg's self-titled debut and only record. And so far, in our opinion, the worst album ever made, Six Feet Under's Graveyard Classic Volume 2. But to add to that list this week, we have Queen and Paul Rogers the cosmos rocks it is the um the one and only album by queen and paul rogers um unless you'd like to consider it the 16th album by queen how many queen fans do you think consider this the 16th album by queen? <laughs> not many and oh no. my god you should not want to do that uh no. released on the 15th of september 2008 this was the first set of new material from any of the queen members under that name since 1995's made in heaven the album that got cobbled together by a bunch of old shite that freddie mercury had left in a bin and turned into an album um and then for a decade no more queen other than that fucking banging version of we will rock you that they did with uh with future slam dunk headliners five uh of course <laughs> it's also probably worth mentioning that the utterly abysmal yet stupefyingly popular we will rock you musical was written by ben elton was hanging around and making the members of queen a lot of money from around may 2002 um have you seen we will rock you i have actually yes i left halfway through a friend of mine was in it and i he got me free tickets so i went down there with a mate and we watched the first half of it and i was i've never walked out of very really anything before mm. that is pretty much the only thing that i've walked out of I, I mean i really love queen but it was absolutely fucking awful but hey people love queen yeah it's fucking dreadful isn't it have you um, seen it yeah i saw it in um 2003 2004 uh i don't even particularly like queen <laughs> so uh so i struggled with it um oh it's awful it's such a disturbingly shit idea for a musical there's the, the story rubbish. the story and the plot music's been banned like mu- yes, like mu- all music has no, no, been no. banned proper music are you boy bands and stuff there's loads of boy bands oh, that's but right, proper yeah. music has been banned and it's gone yeah. underground yeah so, queen is such an underground band yeah. aren't they? <laughs> so these groups of people to get together in abandoned underground uh tube stations and play queen songs that's that's and then the government tried to overthrow them or something i mean that is the plot it's fucking stupid it's so it's, stupid. Not as stupid as, as this album, but it is stupid. Ooh, I don't know about that. I mean, fuck me. I don't even know how to quantify those two things together at the uh, moment, but yeah. fuck me. Uh, Renfrey, you said you don't like Queen. Go on. Um, so, you know, Queen are obviously a phenomenal band. They're obviously one of a kind. Freddie Mercury is obviously one of the best frontmen in to ever do it. In fact, people will often say that he is, number one, the best. And I would never argue with that if you've ever listened to the um, separated vocal takes of some of his songs, some of the Queen songs that are available on YouTube where you just hear the vocal. It's astonishing. It is mind-blowing, astonishing. The power of the guy is unbelievable. Um, Do you know what it mainly comes down? I really don't like uh, Brian May's guitar tone. (laughs) <laughs> is that in it yeah there's there's something sort of mincy there's something rock about it and i mean rock is yeah. in r-a-w-k 
Um, there's something that is kind of like, oh, this is really overdriven and we're really going to turn turn it up to 11 now, boys. Um, but really it's turned up to about three because uh, your grandma's sleeping upstairs. I, there's just that there's no there's no danger in Queen whatsoever. Mm. Well, for an alternative take on that, uh, which I'm going to give you now, um, Queen were probably the first sort of rock band that I really loved. My mum bought me a tape. I've said it a bunch of times. My mum bought me a tape of Queen Greatest Hits, which is fucking great. I mean, Queen Greatest Hits, man, mm. yeah, it's amazing. Like the hits that those those guys have, the, the you know the breadth of their singles is brilliant. Um, yeah, some of it's really silly stuff like fat bottom girls and you know i want to ride my bicycle and flash like they're stupid stupid bloody songs but then you get seven seas awry or you know don't stop me now which has been overplayed to death at this point but back in the 90s i don't really think it was getting played as much it didn't feel like it was such a big song i like think the resurgence now, but... happened because of Shaun of the dead i yeah, think probably that was the point it was yeah mm. i think that was the i tell point. you what's funny my my mate um, martin ack uh he we we used to listen to Queen, and I remember I love people getting song titles wrong. It's really funny sometimes. And he was like, "Oh man, yeah, I love Queen." And we we're like, "What's your favorite song, Martin?" And he's like, "Oh, I love um, Rocking on a Rocket Ship All the Way to Mars." And we were like, "What?" <laughs> and he was like, "You know, old, you know, don't stop me. I'm rocking like a rocket ship on." And I was like you mean don't stop me now and he's like no 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 rocking like it's like i'm rocking like a good time rock i think it's called rocking on a rocket ship all the way to mars i was like it's not it's called don't stop me now he's like no 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 <laughs> like would not believe that don't stop me now i mean queen are ridiculous but even they are not as ridiculous to call a song rocking on a rocket ship all the way to, <laughs> to mars which they don't even say in the fucking song anyway Queen are great. They, they um, might have called a song that on this album. Yeah, they might have done on it. That's, they probably went, that's too sensible a song title. <laughs> that we're not going to use that. Um, anyway, um, so I really do like Queen. I, li- I like them a lot. I have a lot of love for them. Um, in 2004, Brian May joined Paul Rogers on stage at the Strat Pack concert at Wembley Arena, which is to commemorate, I believe, 50 years of... Um, the Fender Stratocaster, mm-hmm. uh, and played a version of Freeze All Right Now. You know, the one off the Wrigley's gum advert. Uh, <laughs> May was so impressed with the chemistry of the two of them had together, he invited Rogers to come and sing on Queen on three Queen songs during Queen's induction to the UK Music Hall of Fame. Did you know that there was such a thing as the UK Music Hall of Fame, Rimfrey? No. Mm, me neither. Um they got all excited and uh, May and Roger Taylor announced that they would be touring with Paul Rogers, fronting Queen, for a tour named Return of the Champions. Uh, that tour was massive. They sold loads of tickets. But really, was it any good? I mean, they they did do some they did do some good things uh i mean they played hyde park in london on the 15th of june a uh, 15th of july sorry 2005 a week after the 77 terror track uh, terror attacks in london gave away a bunch of free tickets to emergency service staff which i think is a lovely thing to do yes um yes. but but actually cause even more post-traumatic stress disorder to those people by inflicting razor light and peter fucking k on them as their supports <laughs> Which I'd rather be blown up, thanks. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, 
obviously they focus mainly on queen songs did a handful of free and bad company staples such as feel like making love wishing well bad company and all right now and on the 15th of august of that year queen confirmed through their fan club that they would be entering the studio with paul rogers to write and record a new album they actually debuted a new song um take love on that tour and when rogers went off on his own solo tour a year later he played the songs war boys and voodoo during that tour um so then we get to the release of the record uh it performed fairly well in some areas got to number five in the uk number four in the czech republic number four in germany number five in switzerland number six in italy in the united states number 47 which Mm. is not so good um it's also i have to say a fairly mixed bag when it comes to the reviews i mean the bbc were kind of fairly scathing in some instances but not in others they said uh in their review there are a couple of real clunkers here call me if you need my love is essentially can't get enough of your crazy little thing called love and we believe is the kind of lighter waving platitude filled nonsense that will never ever replace classics like we are the champions but all in all the cosmos rocks displays a band that seemed to be still in love with rock why else would they be doing it surely not for the money may's guitar tone is in five fine fettle throughout and it's hard to begrudge such stalwarts and noisy fun um it's not uh rolling stone gave it two out of five it says queen 2.0 are competent enough to rock arenas but don't expect the glory days um the observer uh, gave it one out of five it said imagine brian got his astrophysicist physicist phd in 1972 and took that career path instead and then only formed his band now age 61 the <laughs> result might be pub rock tosh with stadium reverb mud stroke status quo boogie anthemic mush and lyrics like i've got a pain in my memory what an astronomically bad parallel universe queen star is dead um the guardian that's gave the, it an even that's the more most, that's the most accurate so far <laughs> yeah uh the guardian gave it a, a, a one star more but an even more scathing review right. um there is tripe that a 59 year old man should have thought more carefully about in lyrics like school's out and i've got a criminal urge to twist and shout mm. we'll get to the lyrics later <laughs> as with a lot of the cosmos rocks you listen to war boys boggling that qu- um, you listen to war boys boggling that queen famously intelligent men didn't at any point notice that the lyrics were stupid trite a bit offensive and bound to have an undermining effect on whatever musical efforts they put behind it maybe they're given to underestimating their audience as indeed you might be if you'd watched five million people worldwide flock to something as patently shoddy as we will rock you or maybe we will rock you success has set new grace saving standards after all however bad the cosmos rocks gets it will never be as bad as that um uncut gave it one out of five it said all 14 tracks here all co-written by rogers um rogers brian may and roger taylor are either workmanlike pub rock exercises largely turgid ballads or humorless led zeppelin ish ethno rock stompers um hot press said it was um embarrassingly awful dad rock freddie must be turning in his grave but it wasn't actually all bad um pop matters gave it seven out of ten um although i did say one thing i do agree with there won't ever be another freddie mercury so why bother to replace him although his ghost pleasantly haunts the albums in some ways the album is dedicated to him paul rogers breathes new life into queen while still keeping the band's tremendous legacy intact as a soldier forth into material with the 20 into with new material into the 21st century and classic rock gave it eight out of ten because of course they fucking did um <laughs> 
So weirdly, considering this album, I think now I've gone and looked at some reviews and some of the user reviews are fairly positive towards it. But overall, this is considered a bit of a joke, um, especially with where Queen are now. We kind of Adam Lambert and stuff. Renfrey. He'd been sitting there very patiently as I build up to, you know, all of the context around this record. Yeah. Off you go. Well, imagine being a Queen fan and waiting 13 years to hear anything new from Messrs. Taylor and May and getting this. I mean, it puts Chinese democracy into perspective. Chinese democracy. Oh God, yeah. Chinese democracy feels like a fucking masterpiece like master of puppets compared to this yeah. <laughs> like it really does um it's i mean the first song on this album is called cosmos rockin it comes My in God. comes in sounding like the jimmy hendrix experiences um the first song is it exp on axis boulders love yeah right which is basically like a mecha- mechanic voice saying that they're an alien and they're about to implant music into your mind or something like that which in 1968 Axis Boulders Love you know sounded 67 yeah 68 67 68 sounded mind-boggling and like like nothing you'd ever heard before and um, you know you listen to it now and it's like oh that's shonky and dated but you know at the time I'm sure it sounded amazing so there's an excuse for it. There's no excuse for the absolute travesty that opens this album <laughs> in, a, the sim- in a similar manner in 2008. Uh, and then the song itself is a pretty risible rock and roll number about how Queen have got the whole cosmos rocking to the mighty power of rock and roll. Um, Mate, I mean, oh, cosmos rocking with no G on the end of rocking, by no. the way, cosmos rocking, rocking. It is as bad as that title would suggest, isn't it? I mean, I think that's <laughs> yeah. how we sum it up. I mean, yeah. this is like the song they'd play on the opening credits to Police Academy 9, Mars <laughs> Cadets. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Some bullshit frat boys, 80s gross out comedy movie. It's about rocking out in space. There's a line in it that goes, the policeman said, stop this noise. The beat takes over. Now he's one of the boys. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> That if you're that is the sort of thing that your dad would say to deliberately embarrass you, yes, and you would yes. just curl up into a ball. I yeah. mean, that still, as the song itself says, they've got the whole town rocking. Fuck sake, yeah, what true. a rubbish! <laughs> it's awful. Fuck sake, it's awful. I think this song would be seen as just about acceptable if it was played by your local pub rock band and if you were many pints in like you'd had you have to be you'd have to be quite lathered up to feel this is acceptable but coming from two members of queen it's just embarrassing it's so embarrassing it's so bad and paul rogers as well and paul rogers yeah yeah paul rogers, paul rogers is in free and bad company like a great rock vocalist i yeah. mean I'm not sure how we where we go exactly with this record. Um, this album is essentially about one of three things all the way through. So there's there are three types of song on this record. There's the kind of jaunty, cheesy rocker talking about how they're rocking out and how rock is great and how we all love rocking the rock. Status right? quo. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the opening song's bad enough, but surfs up, schools out. 
which even has its own kind of Tom from Slayer Angel of Death roar at the start. Yeah. Is that it just sounds like Paul Rogers is just happy that he's passed a stool after sitting <laughs> constipating on the toilet for about three hours. I mean, that is that is the worst. I've got a criminal urge to twist and shout. <laughs> Fuck me. I've got a criminal urge to twist and shout. What are you on about? <laughs> what are you on about? Why are you doing this to yourself? You're 59 years old. I mean, there's those. Then there's the led zeppelin like kind of blues numbers where paul rogers a 59 year old man rubs his legs like vic reeves in a nudge nudge <laughs> wink wink way about his own horniness voodoo still burning his love is still burning fetch the fucking fire extinguisher through the night but the worst of those is call me which sounds like raindrops keep falling on my head musically but it's just him going, call me if you need my love. I'm going to burn my SIM card after that and <laughs> smash up my phone. No, thank you. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Call me as some God awful country and Western gospel mashup. Um, and I'm all for experimentation, but this is fucking rubbish. It's fucking terrible. Uh, it's so bad. Um, one of the types of songs oh you did kind of mention it but the, uh, small is the sort of syrupy yeah. shitty ballad yeah oh, it's an awful song well that that's that's the other one isn't it it's the kind of usually acoustic numbers with a serious yeah. tone about some sort of issue presented in a painfully po-faced and really unironic way it's basically african child isn't it yes. over and over again from getting to the greek there's well, small, some things that glitter is- Small is a song about staring out into the cosmos and that making you feel really small and insignificant. You know, yeah. uh, Jamie yeah. Lenman covered this territory on his on the on Devolver uh, in a brilliant mm. way. Uh, this is fucking Ooh. rubbish. I mean that's that that's bad, but we believe is the oh. worst of the bunch. Which oh, yeah. even Michael Jackson would fucking bin that off. Yes, I mean that makes Earth Song sound like fucking filler by Minor Threat. It is just so 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 syrupy and then so that's the three types of songs and then you still got roger taylor singing say it's not true which amazingly around all of this absolute crap still manages to be the worst song on the record because <laughs> you've got some old cunt gargling over the twin peaks soundtrack <laughs> like, played badly it's fucking rubbish this album is 76 seconds shy of an hour and i genuinely can't remember a second of it that didn't make me cringe at some point yes i agree um they they try to evoke evoke why did i do that northern they try to evoke old queen quite a lot on this album there's uh the stomp stomp clap that comes in during still burning which is not yeah. not inspired by we will rock you it it, it is ripped off i mean you know if any band can rip themselves off it's queen um but you know like it's just it sounds terrible um i think uh yeah going back to we believe really quick quickly i mean it's so po-faced it it's kind of it, it has a touch of springsteen to it except without any of the working class stoicism you know um it reminded me 
it gave me the same sick to my stomach feeling as when I saw that Imagine cover, cover that Gal Gadot and a bunch of her celebrity mates had done over Twitter oh, just yeah. before this came. Oh, it was, it was oh, the same God. level of bile in my throat that just made me go, you think you're so worthy. I hate it. There is a bit on We Believe where it feels like every, it feels like Brian, Roger and Paul all say, We Believe, We Believe, We Believe, We Believe, We Believe. It's yeah. dreadful. It's, it's shit. So bad. Yeah, it is shit. It's shit, shit old, shit old cunts. And the thing is, <laughs> it's sure. I mean, it's hard to. I mean, it's not hard to know why this album was in here. But then, when we put this list together, we didn't. I did not pick this record myself. Right to go. Oh, I remember that. Let's put that in there. Right. This was picked because it was badly reviewed in some cases. But then it's you go on Metacritic and it's not it's got it's got it's it's um isn't it forty two? It's got yeah, which is pretty bad. But it's got a few. I mean, when you look at the audience um reaction, it's actually the audience reaction is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but it's surely in here because you can't just lose Freddie Mercury and go ah this will be fine. We'll just get another guy doing the songs and it'll be the same. It's like no, mate. Mm. No, you won't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, you won't. You can't. You can't replace Freddie Mercury, and it's. I mean, it's embarrassing to even think this is an attempt to replace Freddie Mercury, and I don't really think it is. But even in its own right, it's just terrible. Um, uh, and a, a little while after the album came out, Brian May told Classic Rock, "We spent a huge amount of time making an album with Paul Rogers, going through quite a lot of pain, and I don't think it made the slightest dent on the public consciousness. So I would be caution. I'd be cautious about recording." Uh, a group called Queen without Freddie. It took him for this album to come out and people to go, no, for him to even realise that trying to record an album with no Freddie Mercury, with no John Deacon either. Let's not, we'll talk about John Deacon in a little bit and how John Deacon should be, you know, (laughs) paraded around the streets like some kind of God for not getting involved in this, right? But it took this happening for Brian May to go, yeah, I probably shouldn't make any more Queen records. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we reviewed um, the mind boggles. We reviewed the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody film, didn't we? On this show, I just mm. remembered that with Matt Stocks. Yeah, and um, Matt, and Matt quite liked it, but um, we fucking hated it. I mean, we didn't like it at all. I um, went to watch it again, and I think it's worse the second time around. I think it's. <laughs> a dreadful dreadful film it's awful it's really bad and i don't like it at all this is worse than the film though isn't it oh yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah <laughs> it's really so i mean bad. when you look at the kind of aftermath of this obviously rogers left the band and he said that it was kind of an arrangement a bit similar to the one he had with jimmy page where it was never meant to last and adam lambert entered stage left which is quite ironic considering there's a song on here called celebrity which is about people loving being famous just for being famous um Got nothing to show. I want to be on your TV. Make me a celebrity, as the song goes. And it's quite ironic that they would then go and find a reality TV star to 
to front their band. And also quite ironic considering Freddie Mercury was not exactly a shrinking violet and was not, you know, adverse to being, you know, to, to playing up to the paparazzi at all. So it feels again, like quite a stupid song, but Queen and Adam Lambert have been pretty successful. And I can see that he is much more cut out to be part of this band than, you know, and he fits the mold of Freddie Mercury far better than Paul Rogers does clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but that, this, the musical, the, the, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I mean, why Renfrey, Explain to me, please, and if you know, why are those two gentlemen, who I have a lot of respect for the music they've made, Brian Mason's like a really, really nice guy. Roger Taylor always comes across all right as well. They are, you know, they're they're great. They're they're a great band. But, like, why the fuck are Queen so keen to destroy any goodwill that they have towards them? Why? Well, um, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't honestly for a millisecond think that that's what Brian May thinks he's doing, but he is in the eyes of some people. Um, I kind of, yeah. I sort of seen Queen now the way that I see Monty Python as something that was excellent at its time, but these days really should be left well alone. Like just leave mm. it the fuck alone, Eric Idol, uh, and it's always it's always Eric Idol, it's always it is Eric Idol who's flogging that dead horse, you know. Um, and Queen to me is just exactly the same thing. It was a brilliant moment in time. It wasn't even a moment. It was a brilliant, oh, almost two decades, two decades for Queen, yep. you yep. know. Mm-hmm. Um, and even as someone who isn't a fan of the band, fuck me, I'm glad they exist. I'm I'm glad that they were a thing and I'm glad that they were as successful as they were and they were so you know, they're a they Queen are a band who I don't like, but I go, but they are a great band. You know, I mean, you know, hot take, but but you know, this is that's coming from someone who <coughs> doesn't particularly like their music. But I, I'd say the same with Pink Floyd. I don't really like their music, but they're a great band. Like just mm. top tier. It's obvious that they have their own thing going on um and and queen have that in spades you know and 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 they they the flamboyance that they brought to the they brought flamboyance to it but with class as well it's like what hair metal was trying to do but it didn't have any of the class at all but then why what i mean the thing is you could go okay well i mean maybe they want to they want to carry on you know a lot of bands have replaced seemingly indispensable singers Brian Johnson did it in ACDC. William Duval's done it in Alice in Chains, right? Just to name a couple off the top of my head, right? It, it is kind of possible. I mean, it feels like it would always be impossible because as, as good as Lane Staley um, and as good as Bon Scott were, I mean, Freddie Mercury is fucking, there's got to be impossible to replace. But even if you did think that, John Deacon does not think that. Haven't they had conversations with John Deacon and and thought, I wonder why John won't play bass for us? I wonder why that is. Oh, I'm sure. They and have. why? I'm sure. Well, I'm sure they have. But why the fuck? Like John Deacon has retired and he's gone off and he's never ever ever been seen again. He didn't play bass on this record. He's never got back on with them. He's never. He, the last time he was seen was at Freddie Mercury tribute concert in um, uh, at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, eighty five. No, that would have. No, that was ninety. 
92. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 92. 93, 92, 93. Yeah, 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 92. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's not been seen again. Now, <laughs> that, sh- like, surely at some point, those two guys have to go, ah, we should maybe leave this. I mean, and I, 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 I've got nothing. Well, I've got we, nothing. Well, we live in a cap- other th- we live in a capitalist world, don't we? I mean, I'm I'm sure. Um, I well, I know for a fact that Queen, the members of Queen, have made a shit ton of money off of the musical alone. Um, yeah, and that at least you could go. Well, they're you know they're getting paid their rights for "We Will Rock You," and it's it's shit. But they're making a bit of money from it, and musicals are shit. And people like Queen, and people also like crap musicals so fine but the kind of the going out on tour the their fingerprints all over that that awful movie their quality their level of quality control is i think is oh, it's, staggering it's zero it's zero um and debatably has been zero since freddie pass pass yep i don't know if that's too harsh or not because i don't i've no, not listened not. to enough stuff since then but um yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hardly a massive surprise. I mean, to be fair, to be in in a in a, I don't want to defend this record, but to be fair, Queen are not the only veteran hard rock act who've decided to come back later with only a couple of the members and try and make a record for the first time in in fifteen odd years, you know. Um, and then made an utter embarrassment. I mean, Aerosmith, Def Leppard, uh, to think of. I think I, I, I think they've done it. More. I mean, Aerosmith, at least they're still Aerosmith when you when you see them. Yeah. Def Leppard, and mostly Def Leppard, um, <clears throat> and you still get what you expect when you're going to see Def Leppard. I just this to me just feels like it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. If I were a Queen but, fan, I would be insulted that it's called queen even queen mm. with paul rogers i would be insulted but i yeah I'm, I'm not but yeah i can totally understand why it would be really irritating for queen fans yeah and queen and adam, adam lambert like i can see like why you'd want to go out like you say why you'd want to go out and see the the songs played live by someone who can do it in a way like like what freddie could um but it's just i mean they just continually are shitting on their legacy that's just what they're doing they're shitting on their legacy well, that's the um, name of the new album isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> queen greatest hits for shit just this and a load <laughs> and a load of fucking outtakes that they never released with Adam lambert um shitting on our legacy but anyway we have to rank it now renfrey in and amongst our list of bad records um i'm gonna immediately there are four that i think immediately you discount obviously bob dylan and lou reed it's so much worse than them i think the enemy and dirty vegas again are kind of they're they're pretty boring and crap but they're not even funny um they're just sort of they're kind of like this is pretty boring not offensively dreadful just pretty boring so not them which leaves the holy trinity of six feet under eog and quig and viva brother um for me um famous first word putting it uh, famous first words by viva brother is a steaming pile of shite um and for me just by virtue of it not being as bad as that 
which seems mental. I think maybe Queen are only fourth. Um, I was going to posit third because uh, that Viva Brother record is dreadful, but it is also about half the length of the Cosmos Rocks. Um, oh, that's a very good point. And the Cosmos Rocks is literally listening to it earlier today was one of the longest hours of my entire life it was really really (laughs) long (laughs) it's like that guy in interstellar waiting for matthew mcconaughey to come back with the ship isn't it (laughs) to give it a lovely space analogy i I was if you've seen interstellar i was as emotional as mcconaughey is in that scene listening to this album it's um it didn't ever feel like it was going to end um, and it just went on and on and on. And I I thought it started pretty badly, but it did get worse as it went on. Particularly, I do think We Believe is the pinnacle of its shitness. Um, I mean, the songs we haven't even mentioned. I mean, you mentioned War Boys, but War Boys is like war pigs for toddlers, isn't it? You know, it's just yeah. fucking awful. Um, yeah, it's rubbish. I mean, I, I, I would be very, I'd be happy for it to get fourth place, but that's just what I'm going to throw in there. It feels like it probably deserves third. Mm. Um, but I, I think it has. It fourth. Well, it does more stuff than Viva Brother, and as bad as it is, I'm not sure lyrically. I mean, lyric. You're talking about two albums that lyrically are like you know there are newborn babies that could write better lyrics than both than the lyrics on these records you know what i mean just by putting a wrapping a pen sellotaping a pen to their neck right <laughs> and, and throwing it against a bit of paper you'd come out with a better better lyrics than the shit you wrote on either of those records but wow but is any but is anything quite as bad as her birthday's in May. It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I couldn't, even when I was going, the Cosmos rocks and the, uh, you know, I'm not, I was still like, yeah, but that's not as bad as it is what it is. It is what it is. Like that's the, and that was, I think that was what tipped it over into fourth rather than third. But the fact that it's so long. It does. But don't forget. It also has the lyric. I've got a criminal urge to twist and shout on it yeah third it is um that's me convinced (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you're right oh god um so queen and paul rogers uh go into the rankings um and now i pick another record for next week i'm gonna dig i'm gonna dig deep renfrey and see what we get see if we get something good hopefully we'll get something good fever brother will be distraught that they're not top three (laughs) they will uh we've got um louis the 14th slick dogs and ponies which i know nothing about nothing at all about that record okay um so that will be next week well there you go we were wrong it wasn't very good turns turns out all that glitters isn't gold (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's true um yeah bloody awful record to be fair mm-hmm. and just a bit embarrassing just take a look at yourself lads you're a bit embarrassing i think that's sort of what we we could have just said that really and that would have yeah. been a whole podcast <laughs> wouldn't have been as good a podcast admittedly but it would have been just as accurate i think so anyway thanks very much for listening to the show we are going to be back as you heard Next week, we are. it's not going to get any nicer, to be honest, because Louis XIV's Slick Dogs and Ponies is where we're going next. 
Ooh, I remember that one. That one. That one needs a oh, warning. Me. That one needs a yeah. warning. Goodness me. Yeah. Just uh, a little heads up on that one. It's pretty grim behaviour mm. all round. It's grotty, to say the least. But we had to go there. I'm afraid we just had to go there. So thanks very much for listening to Broken Records. We'll be back for louis the 14th the next time around and sticking that in the list and we just want to say you know go over and listen to riot act our weekly review show and go over to patreon.com forward slash riot act podcast where you can get some exclusive content and hear us waxing lyrical in a positive way about some very very good records um and that's it really see you next time <laughs>